0: And we're recording. Merry Christmas. We're back for another episode, another part of Christmas with Sizzle and Quinny. I am Sizzle. My real name Samuel Finlay. My co-host is... It's me, guys. It's your boy.
1: We're back again. Simon Quinn, also known as Quinny. We've done two great podcasts, so I'm
0: keen for the third one. That's right. As Quinny mentioned there, this is part three of our festive mini-series. Part one, we reviewed Fred Claus... Part two reviewed Arthur Christmas with a special guest and friend of the podcast, Caleb Hansey from Deck the Hansey. We had a great time with him, and he may be coming on another episode very soon. The rumors are out there, aren't they? I know, I've been hearing these
1: rumors. So, huge shout out to Caleb, awesome guest for us last week, and I'm definitely keen to get him on again
0: if these rumors are correct. I can't wait. And how is the month of December going for you, Quinny? You know, it's the build-up to Christmas. You and I love Christmas. We love everything that goes along with Christmas. Uh, we've all, both watched a lot of Christmas movies, obviously. Uh, any favorites that you've watched?
1: Yeah, but I'm loving it at the moment. It, doesn't, you it know, doesn't necessarily have to be one we've reviewed. True. That is very true. No, I'm really enjoying it, man, as I always do. Christmas time. Love it. Wrapping presents, setting up the tree. I've got all my Christmas shopping done. So I'm in super organized this year, which has made it a lot easier for me and I'm loving it. And I've watched some serious Christmas movies. I've been watching quite a few recently, some that I've never seen before. Like the Christmas Chronicles, I ended up watching that one and two. But I think the standout for me has got to be Arthur's, Arthur Christmas. Like so that was amazing. Really love that film. And I'll probably watch another one tonight. I'm just not sure what just yet. I haven't decided which one I want to tackle tonight. How about yourself?
0: Yeah, as Quinny mentioned there, you can listen to our review of Arthur Christmas, as I mentioned at the start of the podcast, uh, with Caleb. Uh, That's in our feed, Christmas with Sizzle and Quinny. But yeah, I mean, I I, I love Christmas. I love the month of December. You know, it's it's a festive month for a reason. Uh, We've got our tree up. We've got the Christmas decorations up in the apartment. And I'm watching, you know, a Christmas movie pretty much every night. I think this is probably the most Christmas movies I've watched in a December uh, obviously, we've got this podcast, so we're you know a little more tapped into motivated. the Christmas yeah, movies but, um, to watch more, especially movies that I haven't seen before. Which you know we'll get to another one in a moment, and what we'll be chatting about in this episode. But yeah, I, I'm enjoying it so far. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned it there, other Christmas. That's probably been uh, one that really stood out to me, and I'm very surprised I haven't watched it. So I'm glad that I got to explore a, a new Christmas movie there that was really good. Because some of them, and you know, it might be one we're reviewing today. Aren't so great. I mean, I mean, you know, Christmas movies are never really good movies, but you know, some are better than others. And yeah, we're going to find out soon what we both think of the Christmas movie we'll be reviewing today. Um, so, a little bit of background for the listeners who haven't jumped into the festive miniseries: Quinny and I have decided for the month of December to do a festive miniseries, and we're we've been reviewing Christmas movies that we've never seen before until this year. Um, so we, we haven't been reviewing the big hitters that we love. You know, we did a po- whole podcast on our favorite Christmas movies last year. And we might even sneak another um, one of those episodes in just before Christmas. But until I then, we're, we're reviewing movies, Christmas movies we haven't seen before. And this week or this episode, this part, I should say, we are talking last Christmas. Now, Last Christmas stars Amelia Clark, AKA the mother of dragons, AKA Daenerys Targaryen as Kate. Emma Thompson as Petra is also in this and Henry Golding as Tom. It's got some other stars in there as well, but they're probably the most notable. Uh, it was a 2019 release uh, and just a quick synopsis for a bit of background information is Kate is a young woman, woman subscribed to bad decisions. Working as an elf year round, Christmas store is not good for a wannabe singer. However, she meets Tom there. Her life takes a new turn. For Kate, it seems too good to be true. So, I mean, that's a very quick uh synopsis right there. Quinny, this movie for me was a tough watch. I'm gonna be honest. You know, we we're gonna we're gonna go through highs, things we loved about the movie, things um we really enjoyed we're going to go lows things we didn't like and you know problems with the movie i've got lots of those uh yeah, then we're going to give a nice award out so to the character that we thought that we was the tough tour, too man very I difficult. Found it hard
1: to the awards this week and my christmas tree rating it's oh, i think it's pretty spot on
0: it was it was very difficult yeah uh, the other award there is the naughty award uh, so that's our least favorite character and, and as Quinnie mentioned there we're going to give a christmas tree rating out of five and that's going to be our ranking uh, for the film So look, let's get straight into it. I don't have heaps of highs, so I might let you kick us off here. What were your highs for last Christmas starring Amelia Clark, aka the mother of dragons, Khaleesi? Khaleesi!
1: Yeah, I know what you mean. I was hard, man. I found this really hard. I don't have many highs. Like you said before, I do have quite a few lows for this uh, podcast. But you know, we're doing a review, so we're gonna try and find the best parts possible throughout a film. I just picked up a few that I think I really enjoyed, and I'm assuming you might have some similar. We normally think alike, as we do. I think one of the main scenes I really enjoyed, I kind of enjoyed like the garden scene that they have. That's that cool garden, and there's like that bench there as well. And, like in one of the first scenes, she kind of goes into the park and that's where she meets Tom for the first time. I got a bit of Christmas vibes there, you can kind of see the snow around, there's people in there. And they start sort of like, you know, talking to each other about, oh, I wonder what they're talking about. What's their life like? So they kind of add a bit of humor to it.
0: Full on eavesdropping. Yeah,
1: that's right. So I kind of enjoyed that. I thought that scene was pretty cool. Like it was a nice looking park. Definitely Christmas vibes from that. Even the setting of the film as well. Obviously, it's in London. So there was a lot of, you know, snow around. It seemed very cold. So they had the scarves on the, ho- you know, the sweaters and all that kind of stuff. So I really enjoyed that. Um, not going to lie. I kind of like the toy shop where she works. So I thought, for me, that was one of the highs. Like Katarina, obviously, she works as an elf in that toy shop. I'm not going to lie, man. I'd love to go there. It looks pretty cool. Hey, she doesn't like being called that. It's Kate. I know. It's Kate. I know. She made that very clear. I know. She makes it very clear throughout the film. But I just think, for me, I liked it. Like, it looked pretty cool. They had a lot of, you know, the Christmas roots are in there, the trees, the lights. That was definitely something for me where that would be a store that I'd be going to around Christmas time. They really looked like they had everything. And... Obviously, a majority of the film is spent in that toy shop. So, that was one of the highs for me. I really enjoyed uh, the shop where she works. Do you want me to keep going? Do you want to throw in a few highs? Nah, keep
0: going. Keep going. Rattle through yours and then I'll I'll go through mine. No worries, my friend. So...
1: Number one, obviously, I love Emma Thompson. She's amazing. I thought she played the mother. She was the mother of Katerina. I thought she was awesome in this film. Yeah, she was great, wasn't she? She was hilarious. I loved her accent. I loved her like, one-liners and her jokes. Like, I really enjoyed that. That gave me that kind of Christmas feel as well because there's always a delight humour between yeah, I, families. I, I, thought,
0: I thought just to jump in there, and and this is uh, one of my highs, and, and I'll just tap it onto yours because it's very similar. I totally agree with that. I thought Petra, Emma Thompson was amazing in this film uh you know she's she's obviously been in love actually and she's amazing in that as well so she's from that Christmas genre she's been in a movie somewhat similar but she she really was um just you know great in every single scene she was in and I thought her dad was pretty good too and I thought they had some really good chemistry uh throughout the film so that was a big high for me um her parents just in general, I mean, and that sort of leads into a low of mine. I'll get into that when we get into lows, but I'll just touch on it briefly here was there wasn't enough screen time for All Petra. That, yeah. was, that was one she thing was that I was a bit disappointed yeah. pointed about because she was amazing and so was her dad. And, and the parents, you know, especially when we have uh, that dinner scene uh, when the two that parents awesome. are there, yeah. Kate uh, and their sister Marta are there. And uh, they had some fantastic banter. Um, over dinner so yeah sorry I'll I'll let you continue
1: that's all right I love it that, that's like I said like we mentioned the fan like her parents were amazing in it hilarious Emma Thompson shouts to you and then just a few more I kind of liked the relationship between Tom and Kate it kind of worked for me there was like a lot of development I thought throughout the film so I kind of enjoyed that that was definitely believable and then just one f- final one I kind of loved how her boss, Santa, whatever her name was, and that Danish guy they had some kind of weird <laughs> chemistry and yeah. I thought that was kind of funny and that for me added a bit of light humor to the film because they're obviously in the toy shop most of the time. I just thought their relationship was funny to kind of watch and see how it developed. But that was it for me when it comes to highs. How about you?
0: Yeah, uh, so first things first... I love a Christmas movie and this is something that Caleb talks about on his podcast. He's got like a whole section dedicated to this. If you haven't checked out Caleb, who was a guest on the last episode, his podcast, Deck the Hansy, you should go check it out. Cause you know, it's a great, great podcast. So he's reviewing his his top Christmas movies uh, for this year. So yeah, go give that a listen, but a whole section he has on there is what gave you Christmas feels. So that's something I really look for in a Christmas movie. And and this is something also I spoke about with Caleb on, the episode that I went on deck the handsy we were talking about elf and for me New York is the city that gives me the most Christmas feels for a Christmas movie. Like it's just, when I think of New York, I think of Christmas. The city that gives me the second most Christmas feels is London. Yeah. agree. Great. You know, I have a really soft spot for London as well. Like I lived there and I lived there through throughout Christmas as well. I was there in winter. And when I think of London, I think of cold, I think of Covent Garden and that's where a lot of this movie is shot as well. Uh, so I've got a close connection to London. So I really loved how it was shot in London and I loved some really iconic shots of Covent Garden. And, you know, you see Brixton as well, the, yeah. the tube stop there and you see it going through the markets and, I really loved that. That was, it just gave me those Christmas feels. It made me feel warm, made me feel uh, that sense of um, being in London again. So, you know, and I thought they also portrayed London well, you know, sometimes in these type of movies and London is one of those cities that yes, it's cold for Christmas, but it doesn't really snow all that often. You don't really get like the white Christmas as, you know, I guess it is sometimes depicted as uh, you know, we did get the snow scene when she was in the park and that was really nice. And, and I'm not, that's not to say, you know, it doesn't snow in London because of course it does snow in London, but for the most part it it doesn't. Uh, So I I really liked how they didn't overdo that and didn't make it, you know, snowy every day, whereas a bit over the top and a bit unrealistic. So I thought that was uh, one thing that I really liked just being shot in London and really portraying the city uh, properly. Uh, another thing was, and this is, you know, maybe a (laughs) little, I think this movie sort of makes you appreciate what you have in life. And I I think that's kind of like the whole idea of the movie, right? Like, you know, not to get too emotional on the podcast, uh, Courtney, but the the message behind it, I think it, it was really quite nice and really sweet. You know, obviously, uh, you know, Kate, almost loses her life uh she needs uh to have a, a heart transplant and then tom who she thinks is real and is a figure of her imagination you know it turns out that he was the spoiler. one yeah spoiler alert that gave her his heart so she could you know um continue living uh so it it really did you know for at least for me it made me appreciate you know, the gift of life, I guess. So, uh, yeah, that was one thing that I, I really liked on an emotional uh, level. Uh, you mentioned there, and so I won't touch on it again, Kate's parents, just hilarious. Uh, Emma Thompson, particularly, she is great. Just throw her at any, any Christmas movie and I'm happy. Like, She's she, amazing. And, and she, like, because I didn't know much about this movie at all before I had no it. idea. So I didn't know she was going to be Yugoslavian you know, I didn't watch the trailer or anything. So, you know, when I first heard her speak and, you know, I found out, oh, okay, she's um, going to be, you know, playing this Yugoslavian who's really thick accents, uh, really protective mom. You know, you get that funny scene where Kate goes back to stay at her parents' house because, you know, she's struggling to find somewhere to stay. She's obviously not doing too well financially. So she goes to stay at her parents' house. And then her mom literally sings her to sleep, sings her a lullaby. And, you know, Kate's, I think, I think they mentioned she's 20, is it 26 in this film. I think there's a mention. So she's yeah. mid-20s anyway, and she's hating it. But yeah, I thought that was hilarious. So yeah, I think Petra, great, great character. And it'll be interesting to see if she is uh, a recipient of a nice award. But we'll get to that later in the podcast. Uh, and just lastly, I really like the twist. I sort of briefly mentioned it there it is i was a not I, I was not expecting it Same, I, I had no I, idea i must say obviously the hints are dropped throughout um and you know Quinny said it spoiler alert if you haven't seen this film and don't want to know um what happens i suggest you pause the podcast now and go watch the film and then come back and resume but uh you know we find out that tom who kate is you know basically seeing uh, is not actually alive he's uh, Instead, he, he's a figure of her imagination. Um, he was a real person who was hit by a car or a bus, I think it was. A bus, uh, yep. Yeah, and then he ends up donating his heart to her when he passes away. So, I guess she he is, you know, a part of her Um and you know that hits her really hard when she finds out. And um, she figures
1: it out at the end. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, and, but that I was just not expecting at all.
1: I had no idea. I message her. I'm like, did not. Say, I was like, massive twist there.
0: Yeah, and to be honest, I it's was kind of re- cool. It was kind of cool. And like, I'm gonna have. I'm, I've got more lows than I've got highs. Yeah. And up until that point, I was very, very low in this film. I was thinking like, this film is giving me nothing right now. Like. And yeah, we're going to get into this in a moment. There's, there's a lot I didn't like about this film, but that saved it for me. You know, if we didn't get that twist, you know, my rating isn't amazing and I'll save it till the end. But if we didn't get this twist, this might, might've got a one out of five. So. This could link into our ratings later. Yeah. I'll hold off on my rating till now. But yeah, I really liked the twist. I thought it was cool. And I thought they did it really well. So, uh, yeah. And it's funny, actually, because I was watching this with my girlfriend, Maddie, and she called it. And when she said it, she called it before we you know, the reveal was, um, you know, I, I guess made clear. And when, she, when Maddie said it before, before that, I was like, no way. I was like, that's ridiculous. I was like, that. Nah. Especially
1: for a Christmas movie.
0: Yeah, I just sort of looked at it. And I was like, yeah, okay, sure. And then she was wow, like, Maddie oh, Maddie, shout out to you, yeah. Yeah, she's like, I'm right. She's like, I told you. And I was like, wow, I was not seeing that come. So that was a high for me. I really liked, liked the twist there. Uh, But yeah, but that's the only highs I could find in this film. Uh, Did you have any? There's still quite
1: there? a few there. That was it, man. You've covered pretty much the ones that I thought about and wrote down. So I think we're clear with the highs there.
0: Yeah, all right. Well, you know, I've got a few lows. I had to try to be not too critical because when I originally sort of did, scribbled some notes down for this podcast, my list for lows was extensive. Um, so I've cut it down to some of the more prominent lows, um, but I just went, so I'll pass it over to you again. What were the lows you had for this film?
1: Uh, I need to ask you. Do it'll, you be want me to just, it'll be interesting yeah. to
0: see if we have similarities here.
1: Mm. Do you want me to give you just a few at a time and then we go Yeah, back Yeah, bust forth, out a few and, and then I'll give you yeah. a few. All right. This one was the first one that I wrote down as soon as I watched the film. Sorry, Tom, but how do you not know what Frozen is? <laughs> like, she talks about the musical Frozen she's, like, auditioning for. And he's like, what's Frozen? Like, what's that? I'm like, are you serious? It's 2019. Mate, if you don't know what Frozen is, it's, like, one of the biggest films in the last decade at least. And you've got no idea. Like, that was low for me. I'm like, come on, man. Step up your game. You're supposed to be, like, a romantic man. And you don't even know Frozen. Terrible. That was one thing I didn't like. And then just like, you know, they kind of bump into each other like twice. I think it is really. And then they just suddenly go on a date together. Like, I'm not going to lie, Kate. That's terrible judgment. You have no idea who this guy is. And you've met him twice. And both times it's been really sus the way that you've met him. And you're just like, oh, yeah, let's just go on a date. And then you follow him up the ladder and he Mm -hmm. he end up in the ice skating ring, obviously. But man, that was a bit creepy.
0: So that was one of my... And I mean, even though he is make-believe, he's still like a pretty creepy dude. Exactly. Like he's so, const- he's obsessed with looking up, just constantly look up, look up. Like that's all he wants her to do. Yeah, look up, look up. It's like, like bro, you don't know, like you don't mean, know what Frozen is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I'll give you one more, then I'll go to you. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Katarina, Kate, aka, I'm not gonna lie, girl, you're super clumsy. Like I can't trust you around pets. Let's be honest, you somehow kill the fish in with your roommate. You somehow drop the ironing iron into the fish bowl and you just kill a fish that's really tough to do so you're a bit clumsy I mean she falls over quite a lot so I just think her clumsiness (laughs) just got to me a bit but I'll let you go now but that's just I got some more to come but that was the one I'll finish on so Kate you're not allowed to have pets anymore sorry love
0: yeah fair call I, I wouldn't be trusting her with any of my pets like she's not dog sitting for me ever no chance uh speaking of Kate and more so Amelia Clark this is something I was yeah something I was very confused about I love Amelia Clark I loved her in Game of Thrones why did she do this movie why did Amelia Clark do this movie like this was shot just after the last season of Game of Thrones or was it probably bit shot you know when the last season of Game of Thrones was coming out because you know, this came out in 2019 Game of Thrones finished in 2019 Like, surely her stock is through the roof as Daenerys, you know, the role she played in that movie. Uh, You know, despite the last season being a bit of a letdown, she was massive in Game of Thrones. And that's, you know, still, and will go down as one of the greatest TV series of all time, whether you like the last season or not. You know, you and I, we didn't particularly like it. I was, I'm just confused why she did this movie.
1: Like... She probably got paid a fair bit to do it. Like she's probably... And then like Christmas movies are kind of fun. So I feel like if I was like a famous actor and I just done like some big... Maybe I wouldn't mind maybe starring in a Christmas movie just for a bit of fun. So maybe that was That's a
0: good point. Is it like... Do you reckon maybe it's kind of like a rebound movie if you could call it that? Like she did this intensive role you know, Game uh, of Thrones took years, years to years, film, yeah. you know, the same character invested a heart and soul into it. And then she just probably wanted just a fun, easy yeah. role.
1: Yeah. I think that's probably make a transition. A good, yeah. I think that's a good point that you've made. I agree with that.
0: Yeah. I mean, I was still just confused. Like she's been in some other great films, like solo. I really like the movie. Solo is really
1: good. Underrated. And,
0: yeah. Underrated film. You know, she was in that and she, you know, didn't play a She'll, huge role in it. but She was good in it. She was good in it. Um, so that was just something I wouldn't say it was a low because I'm glad she's in it. In fact, it's probably a high. So really she's probably, good. She's,
1: she's still good. She's good yeah. in it. Yeah. I
0: mean, yeah. Probably I, sh- I should have actually put this as a high, you know, she was good in it, but yeah, I was just confused as to why she was in this movie. Uh, anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll move on to another one. And that mean? is the, I mean, you mentioned it there, the, the Christmas toy store. Okay. So I, I like the Christmas toy store. Don't get me wrong here. I don't want to, you know, come across as not liking the Christmas toy store. You know, I, I thought it was, it was great. I'd love to go there. I'd love to go, you know, buy something for, for the, the pad. But I was confused with how her boss can afford the rent in Covent Garden. Like that is one of the most touristy places in London. Uh, rent is surely through the roof. You know, surely that Christmas shop isn't making much money.
1: Well, because it's Christmas, it's open all year round, isn't it? It's not even just open for Christmas. That's the whole, yeah.
0: That's also my other question. Like, surely that's not making money in June and July. Yeah, it's it's
1: a seasonal business, yeah.
0: Unless, you know, they have a a bit of a a boom in, you know, for Christmas in July, as some people like to celebrate. Mm. But, you know, I feel like February... Much. Like how would
1: she even get the toys shop? Like it's not really explained. It kind of you kind of just start. Yeah, I yeah. mean
0: she sort of mentions you know previous shops she's worked in and stuff. Yeah, but, but you know you don't get much. Yeah, I, yeah. I guess I just I just have a lot of questions about how how that store runs and and yeah this probably goes into this point as well. Why is Kate not fired? And why is she not fired earlier? Like you know she's always on a phone at work, always like. Constantly on a phone. She never actually seems to be working, at least at the start of the film, before she has a transformation. Her boss doesn't seem to like her at all. You know, Santa, as her name is, who's a great, great character. Um, you know, I just feel like... And, you know, she... The biggest thing of all, she doesn't lock up. You know, the shop gets broken into... Well, not even broken into. It just gets, you know, raided because she leaves the door completely open. Like, silly. surely that's the last straw. I know, and, you know, credit to... Santa, her boss, for giving her another chance. But, you know, I've, I feel like she's not making it, you know, very far if she's going to be that type of employee. It's not hard to just lock the lock the door when you leave. Use the key. That's, yeah.
1: Tough so, for our girl.
0: Yeah, I've got a few more, but I'll throw it back to you. No was Yeah.
1: So, grief, everything you've just said, Sizzle, as always. So, just, just one thing straight. Kate, she's clearly the goat when it comes to the worst roommates of all time. Like, she gets kicked out twice. 100%. Like, back to back. Like, she's with some random guy first, kills the fish, then she moves in with like one of her close friends and then just like has one night stands and the roommates just don't like her. She's just lazy, doesn't do anything, but heaps dirty and all that kind of stuff. She has to be the goat when it comes to terrible roommates. So, I just wanted to give that to her. And this one really got me, this really hurt me and this is probably because I'm a history teacher. But, sorry if your parents grew up in soviet union occupied territory you're not knocking on the door saying it's a kgb like no that's not on that's secret police they were really nasty like they did a lot of damage and she's just throwing out like a simple joke to her parents who just completely freak out sorry kate that's just not yeah. on at all so I, I just had beef with that it's probably because i'm a history teacher but <laughs> seriously come on kate you can't be doing that to your parents kgb is bad news and again, she can't skate properly. Clearly, she just falls over. She doesn't even skate at all and she just rocks up to the audition. And one other thing that I wrote down that got on my nerves, does she ever wash that elf outfit? She's in it all the time. You it's, never see her wash it once. It's the she's elf outfit. me like Will Ferrell <laughs> vibes, how he's just always in it. She's just in it she's, every single time. She doesn't have, she's obviously homeless. How is she washing that? And she just always wears it. Yeah, with that,
0: with that leopard uh, jacket. Like they're the that's pretty much her, the only get-up she has. <laughs> yeah, but that was me. For that was my lows, man. <laughs> that was that was those last two just got me bad. All right. Well, I, I've got one big one here, and this get is me. just this. I was just blown away by this. Blown away. Massive problem for me, and that is you know early on in the film when she goes to get on the bus and she's talking to Tom, and the bus waits for her to finish her conversation with Tom. Like it's not a short conversation. A London bus is never waiting that long, like ever. Like if you don't get on straight away. You're done. It, it's it's piecing out. It's not even giving you a chance, not saying you're jumping on or not. It's closing its doors and going off. She has this huge, you know, this long conversation with Tom. The bus is just chilling there. And, you know, what makes it worse is, and we don't know that at the time, but she's essentially talking to herself. Yep. So the bus driver would be know, rattled. As he hell. would be, he'd be rattled, he, look, he looks out. This is just having a conversation with herself and tells him to, to you know wait. Maybe he feels bad for her, but you know a, a bus driver in London is never waiting that long ever. So you know that, that was a big big problem for me. Um, you know, and yeah. another one I had, but I sort of had to get rid of because we we found out later that Tom was you know not actually a real human being and that was the chances of running into tom someone who didn't have a phone you know she she runs into him multiple times you know london is a very very big place so the chances of running into him is very low but i had to remove that because we obviously find out that he's not real he's Mm. um you know well he was real but he is now a part of her and in her mind and in her heart i guess you know because her heart is his so yeah, I, I, I won't include that one because you know that is sort of cleared up. But that was a problem I had early on in, in the movie. Uh, yeah. But yeah, you know that I, I've got more, but I'm just going to leave it at that because you know I don't, don't want to too much. Fired me, up.
1: And I've got one that kind of will link into my naughty award, so I'll just mention it then.
0: Okay, no worries. All right, well let's move to our awards then. As always, we're going to give a nice award out to our favourite character, and we're going to give a naughty award out to our least favorite character. I might kick this off because you kicked off uh, Lowe's there. So nice award goes to, and I was torn here because, you know, I mentioned how much I loved her earlier, Petra, Emma Thompson. I really loved her. So I almost gave her my nice award, but no, I give it to Kate's boss. I give it to Santa played by Michelle Yule. Who is actually also in? I don't know if you realize this, but she's also in Guardians of the Galaxy. Her boss. She plays uh, Alita Ogord, I think that's how you pronounce it, uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2.
1: She's not. Oh, like- is that that's one of the. What did you call them? The scavengers, what are they called? Yes, the ra- yeah, ra- in- ravengers, or what are yes, they called. Exactly yeah, yeah. Right. cool.
0: Um, she's not in it, for, you know, not a big, big role at all. But um, I was when I first saw her, I was like, oh, she looks really familiar. And then when I was just doing a bit of research, yeah, she turns out she was in. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 there So uh, I thought You know She was awesome I love how she just called Santa Like
1: that's Yeah just I love name. that Just Santa like, that,
0: that was That's awesome not actually thing.
1: my name But that's it It's just yeah. Santa you don't And know. I love it
0: how she called the, the guy she was seeing Boy She didn't boy. even like Bother with a name You know So I thought that was hilarious uh, She's a, just a great character In general um, I mentioned earlier You know She's a super forgiving boss Like She is just Too forgiving In my opinion um, you know, Kate gives Kate multiple chances, uh, despite, you know, Kate being probably the worst employee in London, uh, how she still has a job is just wild for me, yep. Loose. Uh, but you know, she's a better person than I clearly. And um, you know, I give her credit for that. Um, also, and this is where, you know, gets her over the line. I just love how much she loves Christmas. I love she Christmas. She does love Christmas. You love Christmas. That's why we've, you know, turned our podcast into a Christmas uh, mini series for the month of December. Uh, so yeah, you know, I, like I said, I've got, I've got so many questions about the rest of the year and you know, if she celebrates Christmas just every single day, because you know, that's, that's a tough ask and you know, how a shop just continues in the months that, you know, we don't particularly associate with Christmas is just a a huge question mark for me. Um, but that being said, I love the shop. You mentioned it. It's awesome. I love Great a little toy shop, man. Well. I want to like, go there. Let's yeah, go like, there. Let's, let's book it in. Let's do it. We should. We, we totally should. I love Covent Garden. Like I was there. I was there actually. I'd love to go there. Yeah, I was there December last year. Uh, December and January last year, I went to London uh, with my girlfriend and you know, uh, Covent Garden is just an awesome place. So uh, yeah, I, I love the shop. I loved her. She gets my nice award. So congratulations there, Santa.
1: Santa, well done. Round of applause for you. All right. I'll go to me now. So this was hard. I was. This was hard. This was between two people for me. And obviously, Petra was one of them. You know, I do love Emma Thompson. I mentioned it before. I don't need to speak about it too much more because you've kind of mentioned it too. She was amazing in it. Love her. Every Christmas movie, Emma Thompson's in. I just, I'm just hooked straight away. I'm going to do it. I know it's not like me. I don't normally like to go main characters. I like to kind of go a sneaky one. But I'm going to have to go Katarina, a.k.a. Wow. Kate. Yeah, I know it was, this was hard. I know she starts as a complete, she's clumsy, worst work of all time, terrible roommate, all that kind of stuff. But she just, the way, what she turns into at the end, like her transformation is just amazing. Like, let's be honest. Singing for the homeless, like I love how she actually goes to the homeless shelter, helps them out, helps them serve them some food. She's trying to get everybody to raise money for them and stuff like that. I really enjoyed that. And then the fact that, you know, She's her and her sister a bit. They're beefing a lot at the start, and then she fulfills the apology, and then they get, you know, they come closer. Same with her parents, loves her parents. They have a great family Christmas dinner or, or lunch at the end of the film. And I just love how she gives back to the community. She throws that big, you know, Christmas concert at the end of the film. Everybody gets invo- invited, everybody's heaps keen on it. It's like sold out. I just think, I know it's tough, but I'm giving it to Kate. I thought she was amazing. Amelia Clark is amazing too. So I had to give it to her. Sorry, Petra, but Katarina, aka Kate, you got the nice award for me this time
0: round. Congratulations, Kate. And normally I'd be upset giving it to, you know, a main character giving it to someone that I don't particularly like at the start of the film. But at the end of the day, it's Amelia Clark. I love Amelia Clark. So, you know, congratulations. All right. Time All right. to uh talk about someone we didn't particularly like, and that is the Naughty Award. I'll go first again, because you just went. Look, I, yeah, I don't have a lot to say about this character, I just didn't like them. And you know, for whatever reason, they just rubbed me the wrong way. And that's Kate's sister, Marta. She just came across to me, honestly, just as not a nice person. She was just straight up mean. Uh, You know, I, I, I get, it was, yeah, but I get it, it. reasons for uh, her I, being, I, mean, I get it. I you know. She's got some valid reasons as to why she doesn't like Kate, you know, and, you know, sure. Kate is, you know, obviously very challenged and, you know, she's not the, the best sister, but she really, you know, tries to make an effort and, and, you know, sure. Marta does come around. She does come around. Sure. But she makes it very difficult for her, you know, even at the dinner, you know, they have the, 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 dinner they have with their parents, which the obviously the parents don't help
1: though, either though. I'm just saying, no,
0: the parents don't help at all. And you know, that dinner didn't, doesn't, doesn't go to plan at all, but you know, she's just taking stabs at her sister and you know, they're both taking stabs at each other. It's, it's pretty much, you know, it's a straight up boxing match, but uh, you know, I just thought she was, you know, just came across as being a bit mean. That's, that's just, you know, what I thought. Uh, but yeah, I don't have too much to say about her. You know, she obviously came around and I, and I, I liked her a lot more at um, the end, at the end. I will say that Um, because to be honest, I didn't really hate anyone in this movie. Like there wasn't a character that I I didn't, that was the same. Yeah. This this was tough to give out because I say Marta, but I didn't, you know, I didn't really not like her. Like I thought she did a good role and she had a good role in the movie and, you know, her character wasn't bad. It's just, you know, she just came across as being a little bit mean. Uh, Yeah. How about you? I'm interested to see who you've got. Yes.
1: <laughs> this might be controversial, but I just don't care. You know, it's a good podcast. It's just for the fans. I went with Tom.
0: Yeah. I'm going he, Tom he, almost, he almost got it for me too.
1: So like, I know like for starters, he's just way too flaky. Like, like throughout the film, you, you think he's actually a real person. Seems like he's just the worst boyfriend ever. Never has his phone on him. He's never there when she needs him. And he just doesn't give her much. He's just very, doesn't really open to her. He's always just integral, open, look up, look up, look up. Like, and I know there's that big plot twist at the end, the big reveal. I just don't think it saves him for me. Like for me, it's Tom. He doesn't know what Frozen is, man. That's terrible. Like, sorry. And yeah, he's just, for me, he just didn't do it for me. And I'm sorry. I know he saved Kate's life, which is kind of nice. But just for me, wasn't a f- he got the Naughty Award for me. I know it's a bit rough, but
0: sorry. This is how I feel. Hey, fair enough. Fair enough. I can't argue with it. Can't argue with it. And he, he probably would have got it for me if I didn't give it to Kate's sister. And, and like I said, it was difficult to give because I didn't actually dislike any character yeah. in, in this movie. But uh, yeah, fair enough. All right. Uh, well, look, I've got nothing more to add for our naughty and nice awards. So should we move to our Christmas tree rating?
1: Definitely. I just want to say before we move on, that's we haven't. We both had different people. That's awesome. Yeah, no, that's different interesting. Nicest, different nices, different naughties. That's
0: good. Usually, yeah, usually we agree on at Maybe least have one. have one at least. Yeah, so that was no. nice. Okay, well, it's going to be interesting now to see if we have Ooh. a similar Christmas tree rating. This is, yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, let's get into it. Christmas tree rating where we give a rating out of five, five trees being amazing and being a movie that we will, you know, watch, watch every again. single year yep. and it's going to, you know, be in the rotation And then obviously, 1 or or 0, if you want to be really brutal, is a movie that we did not like at all. So uh, for context, uh, this movie on IMBD gets 6.5. And for reference, which is actually pretty good. I mean, for reference, Home Alone and Love Actually, which are regarded as some of the better Christmas movies. Iconic ones. Yeah, Iconic uh, get 7.6 on IMBD. So, I mean, this movie actually wasn't rated that badly. Yeah, you know, I thought it would have gotten a lot, a lot uh, lower of a rating there, but you know, six point five in IMBD. It's
1: pretty successful too. I think it grossed a fair bit of money as well. Like its yeah. box office was pretty big.
0: Yeah, you're right. And look, I think that's probably because of Emma, uh, probably because of Amelia Clark, right? Yeah. Like, and Emma Thompson, come on. Yeah. Well. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, I think without them, it probably would have done. It wouldn't have got as good as it did. But at the end of the day, that's how it goes with movies, isn't it? You have a big name in there. It's always going to sell. So, uh, yeah, look, before the twist, and I said this earlier in the podcast, I was pretty close to giving this like a one or a 1.5 out of um, five because I just was not impressed by the movie until we had that twist, which brought it back a little bit for me. But still... I found this movie had way too many problems. I didn't love the storyline and I'm not re-watching this movie. Like next year, I'm sorry, it doesn't make the cut. Like there's movies I rewatch every year and, you know, we've, we've talked about them on previous podcasts, you know, Love Actually, Elf, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, Home Alone 1 and 2, uh, Grinch, you know, the list goes on. This is not making that, that rotation. Um, Arthur Christmas made it. Fred yeah. Claus is on the. I think Fred Claus
1: could be. A, it's, it's on there for me. It could close, be. A, yeah, it's close. It's close for me. I but, gave it a three, um, so I probably would watch it again.
0: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm not re watching Last Christmas. So for me, I. And I feel like this is even kind of generous, but I gave it a two out of five for my Christmas tree rating. Two out of five. Not yeah. bad. Not bad. I'll pass it to you.
1: So. I agree with everything you've just said. And for me, it was definitely a one until you get a bit of a twist. But again, way too many plot holes, way many, too many lows for me. Tom just didn't get it done for me as a boyfriend. I understand he wasn't really there. And again, I forgot to mention this, but it's never really explained. Is he just in her head or is he like a guardian angel? Is he, Or is he just there? Is he a spirit or is he a messenger? It wasn't really explained or clear to me. It was kind of rushed over at the end.
0: Yeah, that, that's I'm true not, because, it, I mean, if if they cleared that up, like because it, it, you're right like it doesn't sort of say is she obviously like a, he's a she, part of she her
1: understands it but then it in some really way say, because you know she's got his heart so in saying that i am giving it a one and a half out of five tree rating so it doesn't get a two for me because you gave fred Claus a two and a half and mm-hmm. for me fred Claus is way better than that and i gave fred Claus a three and i just think yeah. it's probably half of that so i just gave it one and a half out of five it would have been a one if not for that twist so one and a half out of five true and for me
0: sorry last christmas you will not be on my rewatch list next year hey i think that's that's fair enough and like i said i was going to give it a one until we had that twist so yeah we we uh have pretty similar christmas tree rating there yeah all right well that's our last segment. That brings us to the end of part three, last Christmas of Christmas with Sizzle and Quinny, a festive miniseries. I'm really enjoying this um, festive I'm miniseries. i loved it. It's got me heaps more into Christmas and came yeah. to keep
1: watching movies and
0: stuff. I know, I know. So, uh, so yeah, we'll be back with part four very soon. So be yes, sure to subscribe. It could be a bit where, cl- sooner than you think. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's right. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Anchor wherever um, you can follow us on social media at Sizzle and Quinny But until next time, you know, Merry Christmas! Tell your brother, your mother, your Christmas, sister, tell, tell Kate, everybody. tell Daenerys, tell Petra needs to
1: know. Yeah, tell them all about the podcast. needs to know. I guess Tom can kind of know, but he, yeah. is he actually going to be there, or is he just Very kind nice. of a messenger or a spirit? Like I don't know. So Merry Christmas to everybody. Anyway,
0: yeah, Merry Christmas, and uh, Merry we'll Christmas. see you next time for part four. Until then, peace.